Father, we want to bless you for uh, this wonderful afternoon. It has been good, and you continue to be good to us. Uh, we're standing in this auditorium. Um, you brought us over three years now. And God, your faithfulness has led us. We started small, and you keep increasing us. Uh, we have entered into a new year, and we are seeing that you have even changed 2022 to 2023. Now, this is my prayer, that from today, every word that flow from this pulpit, let it bring addition and multiplication into our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And I speak that through this place you will prophesy and release unction and power and grace and give speed to life and breakthroughs and favor and prosperity into the soul and spirit and body of your people. Let this house be filled with testimony after testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that as we journey throughout the year, give us a sense of agency so that we will do it for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please, you may be seated. Amen. Um, by the grace of God, we have all been ushered into this year, and I do trust and believe that um, the Lord had or has something specific for this year for everyone. Amen. Yeah, sometimes when we start the year, uh, if we are not a person who loves to have a shift in life, uh, what you begin to see is that you don't seem to see nothing new. Yeah, but every day comes with plus and minus, and it will be plus for you if you believe. It becomes minus for you if you believe. But I believe that this year it will be a plus for you in the name of Jesus. Um, the church by the leading of our chairman has um, given us a direction uh, repositioning the local church for a maximum impact and uh, out of this uh, in my prayer the Lord laid a word on my heart uh, I'm saying the Lord laid it because um, I was actually praying and I walked into my bedroom and then in the bedroom I started preaching what I'm going to share with you now I feel in my spirit that the Lord wants me to communicate to somebody. So it's my prayer that in an intervals of about 30 minutes, uh, I will communicate this, some of these secrets with you, and then we shall continue the next time. Please, my sub-team for you today is repositioning our sense of agency. Repositioning our sense of agency. Now, um, we understand that uh, the expectation of repositioning is to move or shift something uh, to its original place. Amen. Yeah, please, amen. amen. Well, does amen cost anything? Then amen. amen. Wonderful. Um, 2023-22 is gone. And I don't see <laughs> uh, the crossover as something that has never happened because... We always cross over to a new year. So what makes 2023 so special for you? I personally think that it is what is called repositioning that makes it much important for everyone. Say amen. amen. The repositioning that I'm talking about is the change of mind and direction that one should have in life. 
Now, the moment we cross the time to uh, 2023, what I assess is that my clock and the date of, uh, on my screen just changed and then the two went to three. So even the date has changed. Two has moved to three. I'm asking you before I enter into this message, what has you, have you added to your life? What are you ready to add to your life? Because even the date has experienced change. Praise the Lord. So are you ready for change? Then may you have it in Jesus' name. Um, bringing the word a sense of urgency, I just want to bring to you when things happening in life happens unexpected. When the unexpected happens, what is going to be your action in 2023? Because we started a year not knowing that maybe another nation will move into another nation and begin to bombard them. And so those that found themselves in Ukraine had no idea that it may be in the beginning of the year such a thing will occur to them. All of a sudden they found themselves that somebody entered and said, this is what I want to do. So in life there is always a time and circumstances and situation that what you do not expect will actually try to confront your life. When you come to that point, sometimes it is positive, sometimes it may be negative, but in both sizes, what are you going to do? So I will leave you with a question today. But I pray that grace will come upon you. That you will reposition your thoughts and you'll be reformed to walk throughout this year. And whatever happened to you, you will see God in the happening. Hallelujah. Yeah, I also listened to many, many prophecies. Some are prophesying over nation, uh, Nigerian election, Ghana election, Togo election. Some are going to Benin. And everyone is prophesying. It is good. Because it's part of the work of the prophet. But then what is for me most important is what is God saying about you? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about everything. But ask yourself, what is God saying to me in 2023? Because then God is for us all, but God is a personal God. And so in your person, what is God saying in 2023? And this year somebody will get pregnant. And this year somebody will become a millionaire. This year somebody will have a business contract. Now in this very year somebody will get married. Oh somebody shout amen. Somebody also on your way you will meet your life partner. Somebody also you can have a crash if you don't take care. Somebody will release a new album in the name of Jesus. Somebody will rise to become a prophet or, or an apostle in the name of Jesus. But somebody also, you will enter into another favor in your life. And all this, our God can do it. Hallelujah. So this year is coming with many unfulfilled prophecies. And your own actually is this year in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
So let's please go into the Bible. And we are assessing the life of a family um, which the Lord gave to me. Um, my main text is in Genesis 19, uh, 23 to 26. 23 to 26. But I want us to take uh, a few from the 15, 17, and then we come to 23 to 26. It's about Lot and his family. Lot and his family. So we have it here. Um, no, please, we are taking first the 15, 17. Yes. When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, uh, who are here, lest you become consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his son, his wife's hand, and he heard of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him uh, out and set him outside the city. 23. Uh, 17. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look back. Can we say that? Do not look back. Can we say it again? Wonderful. You know, stay anywhere in the plain, escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. 23. The sun had risen upon the earth when Lord entered Zohar. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire and Sodom and, and Sodom and Gomorrah from Lord of the heavens. So he overthrew those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the city, and what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. May the Lord have mercy. Now we are talking about repositioning our sense of agency in this end time. Uh, it's a story about a family that journeyed together with Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. The Bible says that they went out because God has called Abraham. When they came to the Canaanite here, the Bible made us to know that all of a sudden God was blessing them. I pray that the Lord will bless you. But in the blessings, uh, Abraham became rich and then Lord also increased greatly. So there was a kind of challenge between them and uh, Lot uh, was not happy. Abraham also wanted peace. So he called Lot and said, we don't want any trouble. If it is so, uh, Lord, please, the land is before us. Choose what you want. Now, one thing I learned from the, the story behind is that the moment Abraham said to Lord that choose what you want, Lord, Bible says that he saw that towards Sodom, there was a plain ground that was full of green and then everything was wonderful. And so Lord decided that he would choose that path. But let me shock you this afternoon. That not all the greener pasture leads to a place of comfortability. Whilst Lot went there, the Bible says that he was closer to Sodom and Gomorrah. 
And so in the beginning, everything was nice. But the moment Lord chose that place and then he made his move, the Bible says that God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, stretch forth your eyes and look at the place. As far as your eyes can see, I, the Lord, I am going to give you. Now, this was a prophetic word because God is speaking to Abraham who has actually no son and no daughter. And the Lord is saying that I am going to give you all this land that you see. But when Lot left Abraham, God did not go to a lot. One of the things I want you to carry with you in 2023 is that let the Lord lead your life. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes there are things that may look nice in the beginning, but the end thereof may not be so nice. So Lot was there, and then Abraham was also on the other side, but then God has moved to the side of Abraham, and then Lot was living with men. If you are living with men in the beginning, it is good. But if God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. So Abraham later on, began to grow stronger and stronger. And therefore, I learned that there are opportunities in the world, but it always comes from people who will reposition themselves on the side of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you repositioning yourself on the side of God, the Lord, it doesn't matter what, how many people will leave you. If God will still be with you, you will be successful. Hallelujah. Now, talking about guiding our sense of agency, I will come back to the test. But I want us to look at a few things in the Bible quickly. Um, about first person like a man, Samson. The man, Samson. The man, Samson. In Judges chapter 16, verse 18, going please, you may have it on your sheet. The Bible says that God blessed the young man who was even born by prophecy that he will deliver Israelites from the hands of the Philistine. In this very course, the Bible talks about how God anointed him that he was able to tear a tiger and other things with the bare hands. But then uh, it came to a point that Samson lost his sense of agency. The sense of agency here in the Bible was that there was a woman sent by the enemy into his life. And then Samson never catch the sense that there was a danger. 2023. Have a sense of agency. Hallelujah. We have started the year nicely. But I am afraid what will come next. So Samson, an anointed man, who has so much power to the standard. Bible says whilst his enemies wanted to uh, come against him. He went out in a whole city gate with the same anointing. That he could have used to save man. Samson was using the anointing for Philistines. Anointing was not used to carry gates. It was to deliver men. But the guy lost it. I pray that you will not lose it. Amen. So he meets this woman. And Delilah has taken a bribe that he will betray Samson 
and they make sure that the Philistines will win. But something that the Lord actually has anointed, knowing everything that God has called him to do, he didn't have a sense of urgency. Some of you sitting here, God has greater callings, greater things to do with your life. But if you don't have a sense of urgency, it is dangerous. So here, the lady started with something. Number one, if you love me. Number two, if you love me. And any time the plan went forth, the Bible will say that the woman will call the Philistines. Samson, the Philistines are here. Samson will wake up and then will fight and deliver himself. He forget that the enemy was using a woman to trap a destiny that was so dear to God and the people of God. An angel visited the mother and said that there is a baby you are to give birth to. And his destiny was planned in heaven before he was born on earth. But this guy was joking with adoratorious woman. A sense of urgency. This year maybe you may wrap yourself or walk into something. What are you going to do when the devil comes through a friend, comes through somebody to you? What are you going to do? Because sometimes he will not come from your enemies. He will come as a friend. You come with love. You come with sweet. You come with making you look so important. The third time, Bible says he trapped the guy. And the guy's mouth trapped him. Bible says there is life and death in your own tongue. After he has revealed his secret, something was made with nothing. And then the Philistines came. They took him and then they took his eye. And what normally they would use the bulls to do. Samson was the man who was doing it. An anointed man with great destiny was now a slave. But what actually did Samson get out of this? A small drink, a small love. But the very day that Samson was trapped, the Bible says that that same woman went to another man because it wasn't a real love. This year, 2023, guide your sense. Of agency. The Bible says that the devil is rolling like a lion and he's seeking the one he may devour. And so then in the year 2023, you have to be sensitive to the things of God so that the devil will never trap your life in Jesus' name. So when God anoints you, when God grants you grace, and I'm sorry to say it from this pulpit, that we have reached a point that even ministers that minister the word of God, people that preach the word of God, we are still betraying many people and destroying their destiny. All in the name of Jesus. This year, guide your sense of agency. Hallelujah. Another person, quickly, is Solomon. When you become wealthy in life, be careful. When things get well in your hands, be careful. Some of us, the moment things are getting well, that is where pride and other things. Solomon now started with one wife, but all of a sudden we learned that it was about 700. What is going on? So he couldn't manage the sources very well. Guide your sense of urgency. I've seen these days, the moment people get job and they have little money in their hands, they have no time for God. The moment one child comes, 
they have no time for God. The moment that they have a comfortable life, they have no time for God. That is what happened to Solomon. A man that the Bible says that the father said that this God, if you seek him, he will, he will also come closer to you. But if you deny him, he will also deny you. There was a point that Solomon became so glad that he had wisdom above and people were chasing Solomon. Solomon thought that, hey, I am so wealthy. And then at the end, even almost the kingdom was almost taken from their family. Two people I have presented to you. All of them, they lost it. Not because God hated them, but they couldn't guide their sense of urgency. Sometimes, you know, I cry as a pastor. Please, we sitting here, some of us coming to this place, it was a dry fasting. You were dying in the sight of God. God, the enemy holding my destiny. I rebooked them. You were sending dynamites and dunamites. Trying to lose yourself from the hands of the enemy. The moment you enter this place, now the life that you are living, as if you don't know this God who calls you to have your flight to this place. I speak to your heart. When things start to go well, don't forget this God. Oh, say amen. Hallelujah. I know that my word is a bit of warning, but please take it. Because there are things in this year we still don't know. Hello. Now again, let's look at the man Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ in the Bible is one of the, uh, uh, the main characters I would say that he knew exactly how to guide his sense of agency. <laughs> Why? Because Jesus, before he was born, prophecies has revealed that Jesus will be born, but he was not far from the attempts of the enemy. And none of us in this very room can say that because my mother, my father is this and this and that, because of that I am free from being tempted. No! All of us can come against the war and we need the mercies of God. So Jesus, know me why he was born, Bible says that he was tempted by the enemy and he never uses the prophecy of his birth, but he died with because in the word of God there is life. Hallelujah. But that was not enough. The Bible says the devil left him. And <laughs> I thought he would not come back again. In Mark chapter 8.33, let's have a word from there. Mark 8.33. Let's look at the way the devil appears without actually reviewing himself. Mark 8.33 But when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. You are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of what? Of men. So in this statement, we have the things of God, we have the things of men, but the strength behind the things of men is the word Satan. And so uh, sit, uh, uh, Peter is saying that Jesus, you know something, you don't have to die. And if somebody says you don't have to die, it's a good word. It's about people that praise us. 
people that helps you to feel that you know you are okay as matter of fact uh, the other writers says that he took Jesus to the side and said that Jesus never say that with your mouth you are not going to die now God has sent Christ to die for us what will be the 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 uh, the evidence of his birth and the evidence as a savior if Christ was not to die. But here comes a nice apostle who cares so much, who knows so much that you don't have to use your mouth to say that you will die. Jesus was just saying that this is why I am born and anyone who is not ready to suffer for God, please, you will not end it to the end where God wants you to be. So here, yeah. Jesus' sense of urgency to discover that the devil was at work is to see the devil in the words of Peter. Most people are trapped into trouble not because God don't love you, but the people that talk to you, they are the people leading you to destruction. Some people, what they do is that as if they are sending you nice video. Every morning they will be sending it. Link that they will send you. And after you got to that very link, you have become addicted. Sometimes you want to even study, but you can't study. Because they have put you under a certain sleep. They never came to your room. But a message. A link. A word. They introduce you to something. And that very thing has now taken you under captivity. I pray today in the name of Jesus that the grace of God will deliver you in Jesus' name. Because the devil was actually trying to penetrate into the heart of Jesus. But who is he see using a close friend? Peter. And Jesus had a sense of urgency that no, no, this moment I have to be Sometimes the devil can come through something into your room, even through television. Recently, I was called to visit a girl who says that she will kill herself. I walked there and I said, young girl, what is wrong? A website that teaches people that this life is meaningless. So, what are, even, are you trying even to do? Even all this we, we are doing, life doesn't end anyway. Take your life and go. The mother and father are in the house, but they never knew that in the secret room of that girl, somebody was sending messages telling her that die and leave because there is no peace in this world. In such moment, how do you guide your sense of agency? May the Lord have mercy. So, thinking about suicide and other things doesn't come from God. Please, what I want to say is that Jesus knew exactly how to guide a sense and please, sometimes it come by worse. It come by worse. But there's a good one in the Bible. Genesis 18, 1 to 5. I will not read, but I'm telling the story. This place, the Bible is talking about a man called Abraham. Genesis 18, 1 to 5. And Abraham was there and all of a sudden he saw three men that were coming. And in their coming, <laughs> he 
uh, urgently went and then asked them that, hey, I want you to stay. Take some drinks. Make sure that you reflect yourself before you go. And this one I say, or I tame it as uh, uh, seizing a moment of opportunity. If you become a person of God, you must know the moment that God is at work. Can we say that God is at work? Yeah, there is an atmosphere you see that God has something to do with your life. You must learn to seize it. When Abraham saw them, although he didn't know exactly that they were angels, but the Bible says that Abraham seized the moment. This year, any moment God wants to do something in your life, seize it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of us, God will visit us. Second Sunday like this, maybe the Lord wants to do something in the service. But you are sitting there, and all that you are waiting for is that God will bless you, God will bless you. No. There are certain keys. It must change your life before the blessings will come. Oh, hallelujah. So when Abraham saw them, he said, come. And when they came, Bible said that he went and told the wife that quickly prepare something for them. And after Abraham's wife has done that and the angels were sitting there, they asked the question, where is your wife? Sometimes believers are not smart. There are times like Dickin Adams came, thank God for this testimony. He said that I gave 500 euros. And my 500 euros was there. Although he did this in, in this very house. Not knowing that in the spirit the Lord has taken that offering. And he has sent an angel to that very place where decisions were being made. And somewhere and somehow he entered into one of them and picked that name and said, Let this man come because his future is among the pastorate. Sometimes it's not about the things we are doing. There are moments God just wants you to give. Please say give. Please say give. Some of us, we are struggling because the fasting and the prayer, God is saying that, come on, go and do a little thing, a bigger thing, and I, the Lord, I will cause my blessings upon your life. And because everyone is speaking against giving, the blessings that come with giving is no more seen in the church. Guide your sense of agency. Hallelujah. There are many people in the Bible who were so poor, God just charged them that give. And the little thing they did, Elijah went to the woman of Seraphine and he said, the Lord said that prepare first for me and the rest God will take care of it. What happened? The woman survived. Abraham did this. They have been waiting for the fruit of the womb for how many years? At the age of 90, God is about to perform a miracle. But some of us, because we don't know that, you can also make an offering, set an altar of offering, and say that God, I am giving this, and if God, you will do this for me, I will praise your name. Abraham prepares more food. And then the word that will change destiny and change the whole world came to Abraham a year by this time. May that same prophecy come to you. Hallelujah. I say, may that same thing come to you. The reason is that when we know when God visits us, we will never miss it. So at times you see this urgency in your heart. Do this, do this, do this. And sometimes we fail to do it. You check on your balances. I don't need anything from you. Just pay your tithe. The rest I will take care of it. 
And then you think that you are wiser, even after all. What does this mean? God is not a fool. Nobody can give and give and give and give and outweigh God. Whether you do it or not, God is rich and he is blessed. Hallelujah. But if you want God to bless you, sometimes seize the moment. Seize the moment. So in 2023, some of us, uh, we must learn the moment God speaks to us. Where he wants you to act. Where God wants you to do the right thing. Please, the 31st night alone does not release all the blessings. In our journey, you must know what God will begin to do. Every week, God will be ministering to you. Every month, God will be ministering to you. Every day, the Lord will be ministering to you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So, if that is so, then your sensitivity to know when God is present, when God is dealing with you, you must know it. The way God will deal with you will be different. Please, let me just give you this story shortly. There's a man in the Bible called Bartimaeus. And the Bible says, at the gate of Jericho. Now, this Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was passing by. This is one of the people in the Bible. He knew exactly that this opportunity, if I let it go, maybe I will never have it. May you never miss your life opportunity. Hallelujah. I am blind. But so long as I have heard, I will not miss it. Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, have mercy on me. And people were saying that, shut up, but the man know that at this very moment, I can lose, so I must reposition myself to shout. Somebody, when it comes that we are praying, and you know that the Lord is speaking to you, scream and get what God has for you. Your amen is weak. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, in our church over here in Beirut, we have too much gentle people. Hey, you are too gentle, even when you are praying. Because, you know, uh, you don't want people to see that you are really uh, praying and so on. No, 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 no. Don't kill yourself. Lose it. Let the Holy Ghost fire. Sometimes take over your life. And he was, so this man became like a madman. He was screaming at the top of his voice. All of a sudden, Jesus heard him. And then he stopped. Bring Bartimaeus to me. Once he walked towards Jesus Christ, destiny and prophecy was fulfilled in his life. May that same happen to you in the name of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, there are moments we don't have to let it go. So why did God brought you into Byron Assembly in this 2023? Is that he has an assignment for you. He has a prophecy for you. He has a work for your life. He has a release for your destiny. And you must receive it in the name of Jesus. Don't lose it, brothers. Don't lose it. So... This carrot's moment, what does the Holy Spirit sometimes do in our life? Write this if you want. In certain moments, guiding your sense of agency, he will prompt you to pray. He will do, do what? Prompt you to pray. There are times you are there, you see that the Holy Spirit will prompt you. Pray. Some of you in the night, you wake up. And then I see 
Something is demanding prayer from you. This is the spirit of God. When that happens, it means that in the realm of spirit, either positive or negative is about to happen. And God needs your permission to do that. Hello? You know, now laziness has destroyed us. Some people say that, oh, I felt, I felt. You didn't feel. The Lord was speaking to you. Rise up from your bed. Get before the Lord. Begin to pray. Because out of that prayer, heaven will rise to defend you. Hallelujah. Number two, he will prompt you to give. Sometimes God can prompt somebody that go and give this. Please, I'm not talking only about the church. Sometimes your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your pastor, your leader, uh, uh, Dr. Buama being your leader over here. Some of you, even knowing his work, it would never occur to you that buy one tie so that this man one day will put it on. Because we are all equal. That is why sometimes your blessings can be locking a small thing. And you feel that, oh, but as for this man, there's something your church mother over here is doing, and I prayed God will bless it. Ever since this church started, she prepared cake. Some of you, the cake is so nice that you don't want anyone to chop with you. You carry it nice, bring it in the bus. You don't let it fall. Put it in your room, and you cut it in pieces. Piece by piece, chop it alone. Not knowing that it come from the pocket of someone. And I'm praying that the blessings of what she's doing in this very church will follow her and follow the children all the days of their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, sometimes God will cause you to do this because there's a secret I want to release. And then you are complaining. God is not in need, brothers and sisters. The day without you, God cannot be blessed. God is no more God. You need God. Hallelujah. We need who? All right. The next thing is he, he, he warns you to be quiet. He wants you to be what? Now there are seasons when you are guiding your sense of agency. There are issues God will say be quiet. It has happened to me many times. There are issues that come God will tell me. Shh. It is some the moment which is so painful you know the truth you can talk but God will say Shh. but that is the place he delivers you the most your heart will be burning you want to cry you want to scream you want to defend yourself you want to throw your hands and God will say Shh. but the moment God say be still he's about to show that he's greater than your enemies praise the Lord so there are seasons God will say, be what? Be quiet. Uh, Sometimes he will call you to attack also. Meaning that you have to pray a prayer which is an unusual prayer. There are times God will cause you to pray a prayer you don't want to pray. But please, you do it. Amen. And the final one is that he will call you to leave or to stay. There are friends that this year God will call you to leave them. Oh, nobody said amen. amen. There are people God will tell you that this year you can't move with them anymore. Some of the girlfriends and the boyfriends, you must delete their numbers in the name of Jesus. Yeah, now amen is going down. Somebody shout amen. 
Yeah, there are some people, when you look at them, you know they will go and put nice pictures, nice lipstick, everything on the poster, so that when you see something will tell you that, call her again. And there are some of the guys, they are not rasters, but nowadays, they will even use artificial bath. When you see them, delay them in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody scream, Amen. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, 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 God sometimes will cause you to either stay or leave. Now, for me to bring this to where all of us will have understanding is the angel tell Lord and the wife, leave. Because it is the only place in the Bible God came down to witness what man was doing in Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham was debating with God and God said that if I have 50 righteous, okay, fine. They debated and debated and debated when they reached 10. Now, Lord uh, Abraham taught that 10 people. Ah. But that is the shock in the Bible. When the angels went to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, at the end, the Bible says that um, they found only four. The question I have over here is that in Bayrot assembly, if God should appear today, how many righteous people can he found in the church? Not how many church goers. Not how many chorus leaders. Not how many pastors in the church. But how many righteous people because that is the line of God. That is the measure of God. Praise the Lord. So at this point, whilst he was, they were trying to help and to know the homosexuals were trying to attack them and to have an affair with them. And Bible says they grabbed their hands and then they began to move them. But once they moved them, brought them outside the city, it was four, Lord and three, uh, wife and then two daughters. Bible says the moment at that very place, at that point where the word agency come from, because when they were living, they couldn't take their dresses with them. They couldn't take anything with them. But Lot went there with so much, but at this point, he was running away only his life. The Bible says, if you gain the whole world and you lose your life, what are you going to get? Brothers and sisters, life is good. But the things that we are struggling for is not the essence of life. Hello? And so, um, whilst they left the city, they were running away, and all of a sudden, whilst they have been told that, please do not look back, what happened? Lord's wife, look back. 2023, do not look back. Oh. 2023, do not look back. The Bible says that we should look unto Jesus Christ, who is the finisher and the author of our faith. And so then we are called to look forward and never to look back. And if you are living under backsliding and lukewarmness, and today you are there, tomorrow you are not there. By right, we have more than 80 congregations. But how many of us always come because some of us, there is no consistent. Today you are there, tomorrow you are not there. Uh, Sunday morning, that is why you, when you want to do Eba, and then you prepare Mbizian, Egozi uh, Soup, and so on. Sunday morning, was your church start 2 o'clock? Now, by 2 o'clock, I have my third service. District pastor, every two o'clock I have my third service. I drove over one hour to be in Regensburg. 
And then from there to here is one hour, 40 minutes. On the way, I took a little milkshake. At least, oh, let me tell you the truth. Somebody say amen. amen. At least I took a little milkshake so that I don't sleep. Just to cool my temper. Say amen. But then, the woman looked back. The consequence is that if you look back, you'll be turned to a pillar of salt. Looking back is backsliding. Looking back is to lose your first love. Some of us, we started very well. Where is our love? Your love for Jesus Christ, where is it? Some of us were burning so much on the, on the soils of Africa. Now your parents need to call you and beg you. Did you go to church? Why? Because now you think you are living under air condition. Germany is not air condition. We are only graced by God. Hallelujah. So for me to bring that section to an end. Three things I want us to experience. What do you have to guide as a believer? What do you need to guide? One of the things the Bible talks about is that he says, guide your heart. Please say guide your heart. Now, this year, if you can reposition yourself, be careful what gets into your mind and what controls your heart. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, he says, keep your heart with all vigilance. For from it flow the spring of life. Everything that takes over your heart, it will control your life. Please be careful about the things you allow in your heart. Because that is where Jesus himself dwells in you. And the one who dwells in you doesn't want you to make decisions that will not come from God. Now in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 he says that for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of a command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, uh, sorry, who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them um, in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Please listen to me. This is the beginning of the year. I don't mean to scare you. But Jesus can come today. Guide your sense of agency. If the trumpet should sound today, where are you going to be? And this is what happened to Lot and the wife. They never thought that it would actually happen. But all of a sudden the angel said the time is now and Bible says that nobody knows the day that Jesus Christ will come. It can be now, it can be in a second as I'm preaching and if it should come today, tomorrow or one man, where are you going to be? So guiding yourself, your sense of agency is actually preparing your life daily to meet Jesus Christ. 2023 prepare yourself to meet Jesus every day. Hallelujah. Because we are living in the end time. And in the end time, it is dangerous. Things that we do not expect could happen. 
I do not pray that any of us will die. But if death should come against me, I do not fear because I know the Lord will take me home. Hallelujah. And all the struggles that we are struggling will come to an end. But my question is, if it, anything should happen to your life, are you going to be with the Lord? Or you say, oh, Bayrot is Europe. Brothers and sisters, the Germans we came to meet with all their German passport and nationality and everything, they are dead and gone. None of us sitting here is above the judgment of God. So my word for you today, reposition yourself for righteousness. Today we were learning that righteousness exalts a nation. But what does righteousness do for you? When the Lord wanted to rescue out of a whole city, he asked for just a group of people, righteous. So let righteousness be your hallmark. Make it your mind that I will live for the expectation of Christ. Please, not, now, the blessings that we always talk about, let me tell you something. It will come. People don't need to go to church to get rich. Hello? Uh, do people need to go to church before they can pass their exams and so on? Their thesis and so on? No, 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 no. So don't deceive yourself. But what makes you different is that knowing Jesus Christ, let him be your Lord. Live for him. Let, let your heart actually possess light. And so then at any given time, when, when you hear his voice, you are ready to take action. May the Lord let that happen in your life. Oh, praise the Lord. And so please, as I close, as I close, my God, write this, please. We are looking at the wife of Lord because all of us can be there. Number one, um, he demonstrated a sign of unbelief. Now, if you have unbelief in your life and you are always coming to church, please, it's not good. One thing I'm struggling with you is that most of you don't even believe in the Holy Ghost baptism and things like that. And you are still struggling. Ah, oh, this, uh, the, the. Brothers, it is our benefit. Unbelief is a dangerous thing. So although she was running and running and running and running, not knowing that the heart of this woman was full of unbelief because she thought that I still have certain things. Anything that keep bringing you back, never go back again in the name of Jesus. Don't go back, brother. Number two, a sign of disobedience. What we see in the life of this woman is that although she knew that, the angel said, do not turn. The Bible says she turned. It's disobedient. This year, don't live a life of disobedience. Hallelujah. Reposition yourself for obedience. Now, the third one is a sign of a, 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 her attachment to Sodom and Gomorrah. Are you so attached to Sodom and Gomorrah? A place where fun and life that is not pleasing to the Lord has failed. I want to get down to you. Um, I want to plead with Byrod. My heart is with this church. Why? Because when I was at the age of many of you, I know the energy I had. Please, I'm not young. I'm young spiritually, physically dynamic. But at least I'm over 50. And so I know that when I'm running with some of you, you might run faster than me. But maybe not in the spirit. Amen.
Now, the speed that we pray. Oh my God. Although I pray the same today, but I'm asking myself, even when we stand now to pray, some of you, you will stand there as if nothing concerns you. It's not about opening your mouth to pray, but even some do not understand that there is a need for them to do that. This is actually the place that heaven has set as a revival place. What is happening in your assembly is prophetic. All these U.S. Uh, candidates coming around to worship with you, this mix that you are having, your platform keep changing from Juana to HM. This thing keep changing. Whilst others left you, all of a sudden our brother and King David and others, they are there. What is happening? God is showing you that this very church has dynamics of different colors. But some of you, you don't see it. It's a place of revival. Because most of you are not above 40. And you have all the vigor, all the energy in you. This is the place where people are sick with cancer. They enter and young men and young women will say that sit down over here. Devil, get out of this very body. Because when young men and young women begin to pray, the devil must bow down. Oh, come on. The devil must bow down. But this is the most place that when we come, people don't know why they are here. They just want to finish and go home. Sometimes I see the parties we do and how people will be chewing chicken wings and they tear it apart like that. I say, I hope we can tear up. Now prayer like that in this very house. I'm a father, let me talk that way to you. We don't want to see this church dying. We want to see people that spent three years over here, when they leave this church, they must go there and become apostles. Oh, come on! They must leave this church and become prophets outside there because they came to Byrot and Byrot must be a place of fire. And so this year, people, we will soak ourselves in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Where one person will kneel down to pray for one hour and they can stop. Barima no sakataya. Eli kariada dose kaba. Endebrega dosa daya. Eretato. And your prayer will run up to the one outside over there. And hit the person to fall down. Because there's so much fire inside your body. Now you see. When we come. I, I come here all the time. And that is my leadership. When I enter a place. I could sense the heart of people. Seeing things happening in small meetings. But even here, when we are calling you for Holy Spirit baptism, you are shy. I don't know of men or of, of, of women. So please, I'm begging you, guide your sense of urgency. Reposition yourself for a divine revival. Reposition yourself for a divine breakthrough. The time for God to rise on behalf of the righteous is the year 2023. And anyone who is ready, you will receive grace from above to run like never before. May somebody receive fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and let's begin to pray. Don't let the devil deceive you like Samson. Don't let the devil take over you like Solomon. Be like the man Jesus Christ who have a guide of sense of, 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 
of knowledge about the things that the devil can do. Don't use your education and your studies to prevent yourself to walk in fire. There are some of you, you can teach the Bible, but you have become so cold that you cannot come out. Nobody wants to bring his head out that I am here, but some of you, you are called to do great things. You are far, far better than what you are. Why do you bow down your head? Because you are afraid that I cannot be faithful to God. You don't have to struggle with faithfulness. God is your faithfulness. Jesus is your righteousness. Open your mouth and talk to him right now in the name of Jesus.